It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As the 2020 season rages on, the Locked On Reds podcast will be here each and every day to detail each win, each loss, and every transaction as the Reds look to move toward a playoff berth. My name is Jeff Carr. Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. It's official. The Reds don't like being 500 they don't like being above 500 they don't be like at 500 i i don't get it they, they're just adverse to success i i, I mm. boy that was a frustrating game last night if you did not uh catch the finale if you will to the two game series against the kansas city royals the reds really just laid an egg for much of the game, it looked like they were going to be shut out. For much of the game, they couldn't hit the ball. And then the seventh inning happens. Bang, bang, boom. They're down by one. Five to four after three home runs in the inning. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, another comeback. Another win. Let's do this. Let's get to 500 and get rolling from there. No. They get runners on second and third with one out in the eighth inning. They don't score. They get the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth inning with one out, and they don't score. And yeah, you you can blame David Bell for taking Joey Votto out and putting in Travis Jankowski as a pinch runner in the eighth inning, but I kind of understand the decision-making process. You're trying to get that one run, and Jankowski on a single, a routine single by Jesse Winker to center field that the center fielder actually had to come in to get. On that hit, Travis Jankowski goes first to third. And you're thinking, boy, oh boy, a nice fly ball. We got a tie game. But they can't do it. The Stallmont guy, Josh Stallmont from the Kansas City Royals, is a fantastic reliever. Now, look, obviously he gave up a couple of base runners there in the eighth inning. But dude's got a 98, 99-mile-an-hour four-seam fastball and an 82-mile-an-hour curveball that the hitter's 
I, 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 Eugenio Suarez, Nixon Zell, and Freddie Galvis, it, it's like they couldn't see it. They couldn't see the spin on it, and they were confused by it, and he was hitting it up in the strike zone. I, I don't even understand how you throw a curveball high in the zone and you have confidence, but that was like his bread-and-butter strikeout pitch, a high curveball. That was insane. I mean, the dude pitched fantastic and shut the Reds down in the eighth when they should have been able to at least tie it, if not take the lead, with a base hit or a fly ball. They couldn't even get the bat on the ball. They couldn't even get the bat off their shoulder. So, yes, you can blame David Bell for that move. You can also blame David Bell for the bunt. Just having Tucker Barnhart bunt in the ninth inning when Trevor Rosenthal refused to throw strikes. It wasn't as if they were even close. The dude was walking people left and right. Basically, walked the bases loaded. But we're in here putting down bunts. The Reds have not bunted all year, I don't think, anyway, without looking it up. I don't even understand that call. You give up the out, and then they load the bases anyway. If you don't give up the out, who knows? Maybe Tucker walks. Maybe he walks in the tying run. But no, then you get the bases loaded. And because of that substitution, you bring up Christian Cologne instead of Joey Votto with the bases loaded and one out. And, and C. Trent, he had a nice positive tweet. He talked about, hey, World Series hero Christian Cologne, former World Series a couple of years ago, World Series hero Christian Cologne, up to bat, bases loaded, one out, chance to tie it. He hits into a double play to end the game. Look, as much as I want to be that guy, as much as I want to join in the chorus of saying, boy, David Bell really mismanaged this one, And while I kind of agree that the next time it's a close game in the late innings, which probably seems like it's going to be the next game and every game for the rest of the year, as much as I'd love to see someone sequester David Bell in the clubhouse and distract him from being able to make these crazy moves that he makes, it's not all on him. You got to come up with a hit. You got to get the bat on the ball. You got to get the ball out of the infield. They could not do that. And they lose. They strike out three times in the eighth inning with runners on second and third. Okay, well, the first out didn't come with runners on second and third, but the final two outs of the eighth inning came with runners on second and third, and they were strikeouts. You have a measly little ground ball that's fielded very easily by the Royals' third baseman and turned into a double play off the bat of Christian Cologne with Jesse Winker on deck, the hottest hitter in the Reds' lineup since Nick Castellanos has kind of taken a bit of a a, a mini slump right now. But Jesse Winker on deck, so you're thinking, okay, well, if if Cologne can't get the hit, at least only make one out. No, he makes two, and he ends the game. And it's just so frustrating. And look, I know, this is only the 18th game of the year. There's still plenty more left to go, and the Reds only really have to make it into second place. It just feels like they're fighting for second place. It feels like they're timid. It feels like they play not to lose, especially when they get into situations where they are either close to the lead or in the lead. And, and that, yes, I know that seems very whiny and me just listening to myself, boy, you're whining a lot about this game. But it seems like as close as the Reds get, they feel even further away. It feels like they find ways 
to put themselves further away. They find ways to grab defeat out of the jaws of victory. And I know that's the motto of Cincinnati sports since I've been alive. But at the same token, this team feels so much better than an 8-10 and 10 team. This team feels so much better than as far out of first place as they are right now. They got a hell of a hole to dig out of if they're going to win the division like we all think they can. And I don't know how they're going to do it between this bullpen that gives up so many runs. And Wade Miley had another struggle of a start. He was pulled in the second inning again. Doesn't make it out of the second inning. Tyler Malley comes in. He gives up a couple. TJ Antone gives gives up one whenever he comes in. And yeah, the rest of the bullpen kind of shuts the door the rest of the way. But by that time, the damage was done. And the 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 lineup they just gotta they gotta be more consistent they gotta be more consistent relying on all of your run production in a game during one inning of a game is just ugh. yeah anyway all right done whining there we're gonna analyze the rest of the game give you three stars and I've got a thought kind of a uh, question that I posed on Twitter earlier on before the game started that I want to break down a little bit. We'll get into all that here in just a minute, but before we do, are you in the market for some auto repairs? Are you looking for some parts for your car? I've got the perfect place to go, rockauto.com, because they've got all the parts that your car will ever need, and an easy way to find them. You just find your company, make, your model, your year, your specs, all on their drop-down list on the left side. You don't even have to know what to type out. Then they have a drop-down list of all the parts that your car will ever need. They're on their easy-to-use website. RockAuto.com also has reliably low prices that you will find better than your brick-and-mortar store that's just down the road. And It's all shipped directly to your door, so you don't even have to leave your house to go out and get the part that your car needs to get fixed. And if you go to rockauto.com, in the checkout section where it asks, how'd you hear about us, type in Locked On MLB to let them know that I sent you. That's rockauto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need. And when you're checking out in the how did you hear about us area, type in Locked On MLB. And also, as whiny and kind of pathetic as I probably sounded there in the first half of this podcast episode, I just need to relax. We all need to relax. If you're a professional athlete, if you sit in an office chair for eight hours a day, we all need support to make it through the day. That's where CBDMD comes in. They've got an amazing duo of products that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. Like CBD Freeze with Menthol, it's an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or a shareable squeeze tube. They've also got CBD Recover, which combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support that you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of products and everything else that CBDMD has to offer, They're offering you, my listener, 25% off your next order. All you got to do is type in the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com with a promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. And as annoying as that game was, there were a couple of good stars. The Reds, three stars. Number one, Jesse Winker was two for three with 
A solo home run to get the run scoring start. He's raised his batting average to 333 on the young season. Number two, Freddie Galvez also put together a multi-hit night, two for four with a two-run home run that got the game a little bit more interesting in the seventh. Number three, last but not least, Josh Van Meter pinch hit and clubbed his first home run of the season, also his first hit of the season. And yeah, we got to shout out the three guys that hit home runs in the seventh because they provided five of the six Reds hits for the entire game. Shogo Akiyama was the only other guy to get a hit. Now, there were plenty of walks. The Reds drew eight walks on the game, and that's where the frustration comes from. They had plenty of base runners, plenty of guys to bring in, and they just couldn't do it. Hopefully they'll be getting Mike Mustakis back here pretty soon from injury and they can install him in the lineup and start try- driving in some runs because it doesn't seem like anybody else is trying to do that. All right, let's let's change change gears a little bit. Let's, let's talk about this whole thing that I brought up, can of worms that I opened on Twitter by asking everybody that whenever Moose does come back, would you rather see Kyle Farmer starting at shortstop or Freddie Galvis. The majority of people said Kyle Farmer, of course. Kyle Farmer has had a pretty hot uh, stretch here as of late. In fact, ever since Moose went on the injured list, he has Farmer has gone four for 15. He's got two doubles with three RBIs, two runs scored, and he's even drawn a walk as well. And his glove has been fantastic. And just in case you didn't know, he he made an amazing diving double play against the Royals in game one reason you probably might not have heard because I forgot to shout him out for that. That was an amazing play actually made it to number three on the sports center top 10 for Tuesday night. And then when you also look at it, Freddie Galvis hasn't been that impressive this year. He only has a two Oh five batting average. He's slugging three eighty six, and coming into last night, he was two for his last 12 and both of those hits were singles. So, Okay. It's just fortuitous that I decided to talk about this after this game because he did pretty well. Multi-hit game, like I mentioned earlier. But let's talk about Freddie Galvis for a minute. Coming into Wednesday's game, Freddie Galvis had a career batting average on balls in play of 290. That's not bad. That's pretty normal for most players, maybe a little bit higher than some. But for this season, his BABIP is 206. He's getting very unlucky with the balls that he's actually hitting, and he's hit a lot more ground balls this year than he has on average than line drives. He's had 50% ground balls in 2020 compared to just 13.9% line drives. Just not getting good wood on the ball as much as you'd be hoping for. Plus, he's pulling it a lot, 50% which means the teams that shift against him are super effective at negating any sort of hit that he will have on contact. In fact, in 39 plate appearances, when he bats from the left side, again, coming into Wednesday night, opposing teams had shifted 34 times against him. So when he pulls it, he's hitting it right at somebody. So you've got that going for you. What's what's going on with him? Because actually, contact-wise, exit velocity-wise, he's kind of where he has always been career average. The only difference is in 2020, he's just not swinging that much. Normally, he swings at 54% of the pitches that he sees. This year, so far up to this point, 
he's only swung at 37% of pitches, you know, 17% less than normal. His contact percentage, though, has not gone down. So once the whole batting average on balls in play kind of normalizes a bit because it's not going to stay at 206, he's going to have a hot streak. And we might have we saw the beginning of that last night in his multi-hit performance. With that being said, my, my conclusion of the matter is this. It's nice that Farmer's kind of had a hot streak. And yeah, I know he was over one last night and, you know, not getting a hit kind of skews what some people might be thinking about this. But all in all, you got to keep Galvis playing at shortstop, at least for right now. And I don't think that they want to begin the clock on Jose Garcia. I don't know that they think that he's ready for everyday playing time. Otherwise, I think he'd have been up by now. I mean, I don't know why you would keep a guy who you think is ready in Prasco and keep Christian Cologne on the bench. I, I, ugh, I, just, I, I don't get that at all. But overall, I still think Freddie Galvis is the guy you got to go with. Look, I know he's looked sloppy sometimes in the field. He made a weird play in the first inning that gave the Royals a run. Uh, they were probably going to get that run anyway, but he tried to make a heroic play and he threw the ball way over Tucker's head at home plate and that allowed the Royals' first run to score. All in all, though, I still think he's the shortstop, unless they go and they make a trade for Francisco Lindor. Fingers crossed. All right, real quick, we've got the Pirates series opener tonight. The Reds and the Buccos, this is a series the Reds need to win. I don't really want to see them split this series. Didn't really want to see them split the two games with the Pi- or with the Royals, but definitely, I mean, the Pirates are coming in at 3-13, and 13, man. There's no excuse in this series, they're going to be throwing up Trevor Williams to begin the series against the Reds. He hasn't won a game this year. Obviously, he's 0-3 with a 3.52 ERA in 15 and a third innings pitched. Should be an interesting night for the Reds lineup. They've got Disco on the mound. He still has yet to give up an earned run this season, knock on wood, in 11 innings pitched. Looking for another great performance from him against this Pirates lineup that just really hasn't been quite there. I mean, you know, you, you other than Josh Bell and Colin Moran, who are you really scared of in this Pirates lineup? There, there's not really anybody to worry about past those two guys. So hopefully the Reds start to make some hay tonight against the Pirates. And that's actually an early start time. It's going to be on MLB Network as well. I think it. I think it's also on Fox Sports Ohio, but it's on MLB Network. Starts at five ten. So literally, once you get home from the office, turn the TV on because the game's going to be starting as the Reds and the Pirates start this four game stretch. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. I'm done whining at you. I promise. At least for right now. Hopefully we won't have too much to whine about tomorrow. But anyway, that'll do it for us here today. Make sure that you are subscribed. That way you don't miss an episode of the Locked On Reds podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds. And save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. I'm going to hit a bunch of those Locked On Reds line texts and calls and all that good stuff. So get them in tomorrow or hit me up on Twitter with them as well. And we'll also have part two of my chat with Rob Carpenter, which we were supposed to have part two last Friday, and then, uh, yeah, whatever. And we'll have it tomorrow, promise you. But that'll do it. Now, tell your smart device to play Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and I will talk to all of you tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. 
Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.